Hello, Summoners, and welcome to Lollapalooza. A lot of big news this week. We have the beginning of the Lunar Revel, which is a League of Legends event that happens every year. It's kind of the Chinese, their version of the Chinese New Year. Now, this year's Lunar Revel sees the advent of a lot of new content, including three Lunar Revel skins. Those skins are Dragonblade Riven. We also have Lunar Goddess Diana. And, of course, last but not least, Warring Kingdoms Trindamir. Now, these skins are all really cool. Uh, I like Lunar Goddess Diana's Lotus Petal effect thing, or Cherry Blossom effect, I should say. Uh, she has all around all of her moves. And we also see uh, Riven has this crazy fire effect around all of her moves. Trindamir doesn't have a lot of particles, but he's also... Looks like he has a sort of big particle around him for a lot of his rage-like moves. And uh, all of their costumes are very authentic-looking Asian garb. It's very cool. And uh, those three skins are not the only thing that will be coming to us as new in-game content. However, we also have the Gong Ward and the Banner of the Horse Ward joining our Ward Skins collection in the store. You can purchase those for 640 RP, or you can use them for free until the end of the Lunar Festival event. So that's nice. Get on there, make sure you pop those up and use them while you can, or buy them if you like them and you want to use them all year. Also, it's worthy of note that the Banner of the Serpent Award and the Lantern of the Serpent Award from last year will also be available for purchase for 640 during this event, and you can also use those during this event. Up next, we have a lot of new summoner icons coming out. We've got the Year of the Horse icon, and an icon for one of each of the new three champion skins. Now, unlike icons of previous years, you're not required to spend RP or... Uh, spend your money in any way to get these. All of these are attainable by in-game activities. So you can get the Year of the Horse icon by winning a match-made game during the Lunar Revel. You can get the icon of Dragonblade Riven by playing two match-made games on Howling Abyss. Uh, the icon of Lunar Goddess Diana can be made by playing two match-made games in the Twisted Tree Line or on the Crystal Scar during the festival. And the icon of Warring Kingdom's Trindamir can be grabbed by playing two matchmade games on Summoner's Rift during the next few weeks. So, if you play matchmade games on Summoner's Rift, you're going to at least get two of the four. And then if you if you do a few ARAMs and you play on the Twisted Trailer or the Crystal Scar, that's how you get the other two. It's great to see that all these icons are so readily available for Summoner's this year. We also see a new addition to the League of Legends family, which is a choose-your-path icon. It's the kind of promotion they're doing where you go online and you can vote for one of three icons, the Path of Power, the Path of Freedom, the Path of Truth. Each one corresponds to one of the new heroes, Power being Trindamir, Freedom being Riven, and Truth being Diana. Now, whichever area you're in uh, will receive the icon that receives the most votes. So your vote matters, and definitely vote for the icon that you'd like to have, because it seems like uh, each, each area will be getting a different one, unless everyone votes the same across the board. The Trindamir icon does look pretty cool. Not, can't say I'm too much of a fan of the Riven one, but the Diana one's also pretty cool. So go online and make your vote heard. You can't do that in client. You have to go online. Another great addition to the Lunar Revel this year is Mystery Gifting being uh, a returning thing. So for 520 RP, you can buy one of your friends a Mystery Gift, which is guaranteed to contain a skin for a champion that they own valued at at least 520 RP or more. It's, uh, it's a great way to, to show your friends you care. Unfortunately, you cannot mystery gift yourself, so if 
you are thinking about making friends, now is the time to do it. And uh, it's also a good way to pay back your friends who might have gifted you on Christmas. You forgot. Hint, hint. So, Mr. Gifting is back. I mean, it's a great deal, guys. Rather than buy a skin, it's like if you lived in a world where scratch tickets, you always won back the money you spent on them. It's, it's just a great deal. We also see, speaking of deals, some new bundles coming out. We've got the Year of the Dragon bundle, the Year of the Horse set, and the Year of the Serpent bundle. Now, these each each of these bundles contains the skins from the Lunar Rebel of previous years. Year of the Horse being this year, Year of the Serpent being last year, and Year of the Dragon being two years ago. Now, these have quite high prices. Expend a, expect to spend anywhere from 5k to 7k for these bundles. Of course, they're discounted for uh, if you own any of the champions that are in them. But they also include the uh, the wards, the banner wards for those years. So it's definitely worth a look. You're also going to see a great new login screen, which I don't need to tell you about because you're going to see that as soon as you log in today. So that's great. Moving on in the news, we are ha approaching week three of the LCS. North American LCS is getting kind of shaken up because we see that a previously undefeated in North American Cloud9 team has been defeated by Team Dignitas, so they're 4-1 now. And that actually puts Team Solo Mid at 5-1 in a spot ahead of them. Now, keep in mind that Solo Mid's already lost to Cloud9, but they have played more matches, so they do technically have more wins. I, I would put these teams very close as far as being the best contenders in North America, though I think that moving forward to the international stage, Cloud9 probably holds our best chance of doing well. In third, we see Team Dignitas, who after their win, <laughs> they had nothing to lose, and they got their first win against Cloud9, and then they've just been winning ever since. So something clicked at Dignitas's head, and they're doing great now. We see Curse at 3-3 three and three in fourth spot, CLG in fifth with 2-4, and four. Coast also 2-4, and four. Evil Genius is also 2-4, and four, and XDG at 1-5. How the mighty have fallen since the days of Vulcan Tech Bargains, XDG is just really, really doesn't have their stuff together this year. It's also funny to note that the top KDA ratio held in the NA LCS is by David Pop Robertson, who plays for Curse. He is their AD carry. So, the team that's fourth in the, in the rankings has the best player at the moment as far as KDA ratio goes. Maybe he's going to get recruited to somewhere else next year? I don't know. I think that Solo Mid, uh, Cloud9, and Dignitas all have solid rosters, but it se definitely seems like Cop is playing far outside of his team's uh, skill level. We see Medios in second, of course, and then Kiwi Kid from Dignitas in third. You actually have to go down to fourth, Dyrus, before you see a solo mid, despite their team being first. And of course, Cutie Pie, bringing up the uh, top performers list, is in fifth. And that, that puts two from Dignitas there, so. Dignitas is showing a lot of individual strength, but. I think that moving forward, our best bets for winning on the international stage is going to be Cloud9, and of course TSM has been doing it for a while, just not so well. And uh, moving on to the European LCS, we see Fnatic, as always, undefeated, but the newcomer Rockhat right below them at 5-1, Fnatic being 5-0. Now Rockhat is new to the competitive scene, they're doing really, really, really well, considering. People often say that the new teams have a distinct disadvantage when they're moving into the larger LAN environment, but this does not seem to be the case with Rockat. And actually, these two Titans have yet to face off, but on Thursday, January 30th, they will. And this is the game to watch, folks. This is going to determine who the top dog is in the European LCS. Bringing up in third is my personal favorite, Gambit Gaming at 4-2. and two. 
I've loved them ever since they were Moscow 5, and I hope that they can get better and, and kind of innovate the play the same way they've been doing in years past. In fourth, we have Copenhagen Wolves at 3-3, fifth, SK Gaming 2-4, Alliance at 2-4, and Millennium at 2-5 in seventh. And then we have Super Hot Crew at 1-5 in eighth. Seems like every, uh, every LCS can have that on the dog. We look for good things coming from Super Hot Crew. They're still a relatively new team. And, um, Reckles is from Fnatic is the top performer in Europe by far right now, with a KDA of 17.2. And surprisingly in second we see Soaz, and then surprisingly more in third we see Yellowstar, so that's three of Fnatic's lineup as the top performers in the European LCS. Well, I hope you guys like this quick little news segment, and I hope you like the footage that goes along with it. I'd love some feedback, please let me know. You can friend me in-game as Atomisk, as you can see up there, A-T-O-M-S-Q. Or you can send us some messages on our Gamers R Us Twitter or Facebook. 